The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Carrollton, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 62nd birthday today, American treasure, Tom Hanks. Nice. Tom my, Hanks. My back feels 67. Nobody doesn't like Tom Hanks. 62nd? 62? 62. Okay, my, my back feels 62. Yeah, you, you, you did a number on your back. You wrenched it bad. Not great. Um, so, uh, quick, favorite Tom Hanks movie? <sighs> I'll go first. Go ahead. I think Joe versus the Volcano is awesome. Okay. I really like it. That's Isn't that kind of like going the hipster route, though? No, it's really good. No, I know. I'm going to say Apollo 13. Yeah, he's really good in Apollo, Apollo 13. Apollo 13 is probably, probably my most rewatchable Hanks movie. Here's the funny thing. I thought his performance, Tom Hanks' performance in that, was only like good. It's, it's an average Tom Hanks performance, like good, but the movie's so spectacular. That like I don't know, man. You know, the, here's the thing. The only thing I'll say about that is I was a big astronaut space program nerd as a kid. Jim Lovell is a badass, and he does a pretty good job of acting like Jim Lovell. Do you ever? Do you ever go to space camp? Did not go to space camp. Went to one space museum where they had like a mini sort of space shuttle thing. But other yeah. than that, would have loved to have gone to space. Let me camp. Tell you, growing up, space camp would have been. I mean, like. You've seen the right stuff. This is an Oscar-worthy movie that, like, mm-hmm. is really – has a lot of grown-up themes in it, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, 11-year-old me is watching this four-hour movie all the time mm-hmm. when I was, was that age. Space so. is awesome. Space is awesome. Anyway. Texas football today. Space is awesome. Today is Monday, July 9th, 2018, 136 days until Thanksgiving, episode 585, 585, John Caranca's ERA. As a Texas Ranger in his 25 starts from 2006 to 2007. On today's show, guys, we are going to get in some headlines, including a very, like, I got a text from Step this morning about this, and I was like, hey, really? Yeah. A bit of a, a shocking um, a high school football coaching maneuver um, for a team that, uh, are they ranked? They're ranked. Yeah. A ranked team changing coaches on July 9th. We'll get into that. And then back half of the show, Max, we're going to dive into uh, playoff droughts. Last year, we called our shot with Bruceville Eddie yeah. making the playoffs. Uh, we're going to try to call our other shot. We're going to take a look at the longest playoff droughts in Texas high school football active right now uh, and see if we can figure out if there's one that's going to snap it. We'll get into that in coming up here at the back half of the show. Max, I was gone this weekend. I was in Chicago for, a, for a wedding. And I... I I've just now realized, while we were there, I just realized how often I've been to Chicago lately. Yeah, I've you been, go a lot. This is like the fourth time in two years I've yeah. been there. Um, and 
I'll say this. I've got friend, we've got friends up there, and that's one of the reasons we go. We went up for a wedding for this particular one, but I uh, saw some friends, and uh, I told uh, we always tell them, hey, like, you know, you need to come down, come down to Dallas, and, and come see us. And they told they they've said in no uncertain terms, look, there are eight weeks a year where this is the best city in the world, yeah, because the weather's unbelievable. Right. We're not leaving. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Like, put up with the other time. The rest of the year. time. When it's sure. awful being right. in Chicago. We'll be there. Yeah. It was. It was unbelievable weather. Uh, I do like. I do like Chicago just because it, it's like New York. If you if you slowed it. If 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 New York is like sprinting on the treadmill, this is like a brisk walk. You know what I mean? There's just the pace is a little bit slower. Uh, I still ate my my weight in all of the good food that Chicago has. Um, it was uh, it was a fun time, and apparently we were not the only people in the world who decided to go to Chicago during the summer, which is weird. That is weird. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's uh, very, very, very touristy. Yeah. Very touristy. But. Just look. All that matters to me that we maintain our working relationship in harmony. You didn't eat that deep dish crap, did you? I didn't. I got taken to lunch there. Sorry. I ate. I ate. I ate tomato pie. I ate. Uh, I ate a casserole. I had a casserole for lunch. You had a nice... But it's not... But here's the thing. We've had this conversation. Casserole. It's not pizza. It's not pizza. It's not pizza. It's That's a casserole. Fine. It's a delicious casserole. It is? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But it's not pizza. But I'm kind of with our friend Mike Craven here. Just have lasagna. I like lasagna. And if there was a place that had lasagna, I would have eaten there. But the people we were with want to go do deep dish pizza. And who am I to argue the with people them? you were with. Yeah. I got res- I got the text. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with saying the people I was with kind of made the. De- I had to go along with it. Still an indictment on yourself. These are your friends. Sure. So I'm just throwing. But that they're out. overall nice people. And then they were like, "Let's Since go get when some do casserole." I care about how nice someone Let's is. Let's go get some casserole. It was a great time. Uh, a a wonderful wedding. And it was also it was a very it was a very nice wedding. Um, uh, my friend uh, JJ Stinkfist, and I saw your Liverpool brother in arm. Dieter Kurtenbach there too. You'll never walk alone, uh, Dieter. J- uh, JJ got married to his lovely wife Betsy. And have you ever been to a wedding where it's very clear that this is going to be too fancy for you? Like for like, yeah. You now no, you're fancy. Nah, but I wasn't once upon a time. I didn't. I, so you know what I'm saying. Before I married into the fanciness, we got the invitation yeah. and it said black tie optional. It's like. Yeah. Oh, no, and so yeah. and everything's like really nice, and yeah. all these people like showered. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. Been to two black tie weddings, right? One was just last year, no big deal. Like I said, married into the fanciness. Yes, but the other one when I was like twenty three, twenty two, twenty three. That's a rough time in West Palm Beach. You don't know, and anything. you're like, what? Dinner was lobster. You surf and turf, filet mignon and lobster was dinner, and you're like, how did I get here? How, I've, I, I am lost. I need Ooh. an adult. I, surely you meant to invite someone else. Yeah. Uh, no. Are you, were you looking for for for? Were you looking for a Max Trampson? Yeah. Uh, because it came to my house for yeah. some reason. Anyway, we are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebookcom Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Go ahead and sign up to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider while mail you a magazine right now. You also get a bunch of cool stuff on the site that's coming out this week. So, spoilers. Max, let's get into some headlines. Let's start with this from the big country. Start with this from, from, 
the wild west of Abilene. Suddenly, we were t- we talked about this last Thursday about how there was this like wave of late high school football coaching moves. Um, this was uh, this coming on the on the uh, the retirement of of the coach, the longtime coach at Waco High. They move on, and 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 you were like, man, this is just this is crazy. Yeah. Well, guys, that wasn't a challenge. It wasn't. It's July 9th. Coaching changes shouldn't be happening right now. The coaching now. change window is closed. Yeah. It's sealed shut for the You're summer. You're on vacation now. The season starts soon. The reason I'm on vacation is because I know news won't break. Yeah. Abilene Cooper, who starts the year in the top 20 of Dave Campbell's Texas Football's 5A Division One rankings, um, is now will have a new coach. As uh, athletic coordinator and head football coach Todd Mabus has resigned uh, after seven seasons there, um, there he was uh, um, he comb- he went at fifty four and thirty four in seven seasons, eleven and seven in the playoffs. Um, he's the fourth winningest coach in Cooper uh, Cooper history. Um, just out of the blue, and what makes this all the more interesting is that. They immediately, they cited, the AISD cited personal reasons for Mavis's resignation and immediately named Aaron Roan, their defensive coordinator, as the head coach. Look, I don't have any inside information. I'm texting as many people as I can to figure it out. But that makes me think AISD knew this was coming. Right. Right? You wouldn't immediately name a successor. Right. And have that press release all dialed up with right. Aaron Roan's name. Yeah, if you didn't know this was coming. Now I will say this: uh, if it's an isolated situation, there's just a problem, personal, whatever, whatever it is, with with, with Mavis. I do think it's the right move, right? If mm-hmm. this is just about him and, and some situation that he's in that he needs to step down at this point in the season. Like we're we're starting soon. You pick someone on the staff and you say you're no. no. Us. Well, that was yeah. I think you're right. One hundred percent. That's the only option the in my opinion. only. It's, if you do anything else, I think you're jeopardizing it for the kids. I think that's exactly right. You have to keep at this point any coaching move that happens. I mean, basically after June one, I feel like you have to consider an internal candidate at least for a year yeah. to be the best move. Yeah. So this is very bizarre happening out there in Abilene. Abilene Cooper will have a new coach. It'll be Aaron Roan um, will be their uh, head coach. He's uh, an 04 graduate of McMurray uh, University. There's a story on the reporternews.com. You can read about it. But a very a shocking text that I got this morning, uh, Step, was basically saying, Step basically said, I think Abilene Cooper's about to come open. And, which is very, very... That's a high-profile gig to come yeah, open. Big gig. Any gig coming open now is weird. For a top-20 team to come open is pretty surprising. Max, this is something you don't know, apparently, because I told you, I, I sent you the headlines, and you didn't know. I've had a rough morning. I missed some things. Hey, the worst thing in the world's back in the news. Good, great. The Baylor University um, scandal is back in the news. Um, last week, Ian McCall, heard of him, uh, the former athletic director at Baylor issued a, um, did a, a deposition in a lawsuit again. He's suing the school and he basically, it is very odd, but he's basically trying to, I think, deflect a little bit of the. 
heat, heat away from him and back towards university. He has basically said that um, here's I'll just read you the lead of this AP story. A former Baylor University athletic director claims that the school used black football players as scapegoats to cover up a school-wide sexual assault scandal as bu- are bizarre and quote blatantly false according to the university. Ian McCaw's game here. Ian McCaw, who is white, by the way. Yeah. Ian McCaw's game appears to be like, well, yeah, I was the head of the athletic department during one of the worst scandals in recent history, um, but they're racist. I don't understand. That's not a defense. No, that's not a defense. But he's basically saying that he and, like, blaming they're going out of their way to blame black football players for this scandal, and he's saying that's not right. It, it seems to me that like the guys that they're 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 blaming the players who did wrong things, and you are in charge of the program in which these bad things happened. It's an extremely bizarre situation. I mean, it's really it's a really. They fired me, and it's because they wanted to blame the black players for it. He's that doesn't make sense. He's alleging a conspiracy at the highest levels. This is uh, from Paul uh, Paul Levine. I'm very sorry for freaking conspiracy theories. Uh, at the highest level at Baylor, wherein Regents plan to focus the school's entire sexual assault scandal on athletics, ignoring the wider decades-long problem at the University of mishandling rape reports. So, now, there may be a kernel of truth here that... I think it is possible for Baylor writ large to have a problem. And I think we've talked about how it's not an athletics problem necessarily, where it's a university problem. That's fair. But the idea of, of, of blaming, you know, that they're going exclusively and saying, oh, no, it's all just the football team. It's all just athletics. Let's just blame these guys. And specifically the black players just seems a little bit. Like much, because I don't think anybody's necessarily denying that there was a lot of bad stuff going on in the athletic department. Yeah, whataboutism is not a defense. Yeah, that's just it's very. I'm odd. in trouble, but what about them? They're bad too. Yes. Well, that's not why we're here. You're in trouble. Yeah, but uh, he is it is an extremely. This is part of the ongoing Title Nine lawsuit he has against the school. Um, I wish we weren't talking about it, but we need more things to talk about. So somebody else. Speaking of bad things. One of our favorite... Oh, my God. I hate to even do it. This Aaron is, Jones. This is Aaron Jones. One Aaron of our Jones. favorite bobbleheads. One of our favorite players. Aaron Jones, of course, from El Paso Burgess and UTEP Miners. Um, he has been... Sus- he, of course, now plays for the Green Bay Packers. He has now been suspended for two games uh, following... Uh, a, for violation of the team's substance abuse policy. Um, so, back in October... And I must have missed this... Back in October, um, we were a little busy, but he um, got stopped for a traffic stop. Um, he admitted to smoking marijuana. Sure. Uh, he pleaded not guilty to charges of speeding, driving without a valid license, and operating a vehicle with a controlled substance in his system. So he admitted he was smoking pot, and that's ba- and now that just basically gets you two games. So he's going to be suspended for two games. I have my own thoughts. I'll keep them to myself. But that sucks. Don't don't admit that you're smoking pot. Just say <laughs> like it's a say like it's an air freshener. <laughs> I'm not saying lie to the police. I'm just saying 
It's worked with Greg and our boss many times. <laughs> what? It smells like pot in here? That's, I don't even know what that smells like. Yeah. I just thought, I bought this wonderful thing at Bed Bath & Beyond. And it just yeah, it's a Northern California anyway. Sesamia candle. It is very, very odd. Anyway, uh, so Aaron Jones uh, suspended for two games in the NFL. We need some good news. Somebody somebody make some good news so we can talk about well, it. I snuck in a Caddyshack joke there, so I there's know. that. That's very good. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. TexasFootball.com is where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Trust me, you're going to want to do that. We've got great stuff rolling out this week on TexasFootball.com, including team pages for each high school football team in the state with expanded previews on their page. So you will not want to miss that. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com. We'll also mail you a magazine so you can quit running around looking for it and tweeting me about it and saying, hey, I'm at the Target in Hitchcock and I can't find... Where is it, Craig? I don't control the trucks. Max, let's talk about teams that... uh, A lot of times on the show, we talk about teams that win a lot. And I think it's, you know, inevitable. That's just kind of how things go. We talk about uh teams that uh, that win a lot. But uh here we're going to talk about teams that um that don't. Teams that don't win a lot. We're going to talk about the longest playoff droughts in Texas high school football actively. Now, one of the longest ones, one that dated back to like I want to say the 80s. Mm-hmm. We called our shot last year. Mm-hmm. We said Bruce Filetti was making the playoffs and by gum they made the playoffs. So, uh, I don't know if we're going to make call our shot again. I was going to say, you, uh, feeling, you feeling bold? No, I'm certainly not. But I will say that it's, it's worth taking a moment to, to look back over the, the longest playoff, active playoff routes in, in the state. So, so, the fifth longest playoff drought in Texas belongs to, and you will notice a trend with, with some of these. Uh, one of them belongs to Fort Worth Northside. Fort Worth Northside uh, has not made the playoffs since 1979. It's the last time they made the playoffs. Now, I will say this. I think that, you know, they're they're going into a district with uh, basically entirely Fort Worth ISD schools. I think the division split in 5A is going to help them. Yeah. Um, Justin Northwest is probably the only team that you would call a world beater in that district. Yeah. I think Southwest is pretty good, too. But, like, they basically beat, like, Wyatt, Eastern Hills... Carter Riverside and Polytechnic. I think it's doable. I think it's possible. I'm I not, think it's possible. I'm not putting the call. In Dave Campbell's Texas football, we predict them fifth in the in, in the playoffs. Okay, just, you got to turn one game. That's that one game. You got to flip. That one means game. you got to beat Wyatt or Eastern Hills, or hey, pull pull Stunner and beat Southwestern or Northwest. But okay. Northside. Okay, you got intrigued with that one. Seventy nine or since nineteen seventy nine, they've not pl- made the playoffs. So they're going on uh, what almost forty years. We got to snap this thing. The fourth longest playoff drought in Texas belongs to Houston Northbrook, and this is a, more of a sad one. So Houston Northbrook has not made the playoffs since 1974 when the school opened. They have never made the playoffs. They're coming off of a one and eight year, one and six, uh, losing a lot from last year as well. You know, part of the thing is that they are playing up to the six A level, and that's just that's really not. 
you know, they've, they've got 2,800 kids, but when you're in the same district, with, basically they're in the Cy-Fair district, or one of them, Cy-Fair, Cy-Falls, you know, Cy-Creek. This is a tough, tough district. We have them, um, it's a, it's, I think it's a nine-team district, I think we have them eighth. It's tough for them. It's real tough, and, and the problem is that that Houston area and that particular part of Houston uh, is so difficult to crack through that uh, I don't necessarily see it happen uh, for, for Northbrook this year. So there's that. So now we get into this, Max. And this is this is a double whammy. Let's talk about Fourth Diamond Hill Jarvis. So Fourth Diamond Hill Jarvis is uh, has not made the playoffs since 1954. Uh, it's been it's been a minute uh, for old DHJ. Uh, but there's another thing going on right now, and that is that they are writing the second lo- the state's second longest um, ever yeah. ever oh, ever okay second longest ever losing streak. Okay. They've lost 77 games in a row. Okay. Look, I'm I'm not in the business of rooting for high school football teams. Oh, yeah, but we're rooting for them. I'm pulling hard yeah. for DHJ. They're probably not making the playoffs, to, to, not to bury the lead. They're in the Kennedale District in 4A with Dunbar, Benbrook, uh, Lake Worth, Castleberry. They're probably not making the playoffs. Let's get off the schneid, guys. Let's yeah. get that win. Let's get that first one under our belt. They got a lot coming back. They got 16 starters back from last year's team. Um, let's get this thing turned around. One they w. had a decent JV. They were three and four and J- three, four and one in JV. You can work with that. Bring let's back get this win. Let's snap that. Then let's start talking about playoff droughts. All right. The longest continuous active um, playoff drought belongs to, sadly, the alma mater of my grandmother. North Dallas High School has the longest, uh, okay. the, the longest consec- or continuous playoff drought. They have not made the playoffs since 1952. So your grandmother was she in high school when they were in the playoffs last? 1952. I would need to go and look at that, but it's got to be close. It's right? possible. Um, 1952 was the last time they, the the Steers made the playoffs. Um, I'll tell you. So they are in a six team di- or a seven team district. Is that right? One, two, three, four. Yeah, seven team district. We have them sixth. They got a shot. I'll say they've got an outside shot. Uh, Dallas Carter is going to be pretty good. Yeah, Alvarado's always pretty good. All they had a down year last year. Yeah, but they're good. Wilmer Hutchins is probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. Ranchview's probably going to be pretty good. That's probably the four playoff teams, and that's if Hillcrest doesn't make it in. I would say that it's doubtful that they make the playoffs. And it's not the the longest continuous losing streak, but it's they've got a shot. They're in the hunt. They've got a chance. So go Steers, and, and I'm rooting for my grandmother's alma mater. And finally, Max, the longest playoff drought in state in the state, it might actually be the longest playoff drought um, out there, is Prairie Lee. This is in the six-man ranks. They have not made the playoffs since 1944. Now, I do need to say this. There is an asterisk. There's an asterisk here. They basically, they basically did not... Um, they basically did not field a team um, for a long time after, uh, dur- you know, like f- from about, I would need to go back and check, but there was a span of about 30 years or 40 years maybe yeah. where they did not field a team yeah. and the program just didn't exist. But sadly, that's not how this works. Yeah. We've still got to consider them. Are they going to be able to, to, to make it in the, in the playoffs? So now. We're looking up and down here. 
can Prairie Lee snap the state's longest playoff drought? The answer is probably not. They're in there with now. I will say this. So, uh, Medina is the best team in District 16 1A Division 1. They're the best team. They went 10 1 last year. They have got to be considered the favorite to get to win the district. There's that. You've got Prairie Lee. You got two other teams, Lakey and Noises Canyon, who went a combined 3 17 last year. Now, Lakey is interesting because they're an 11 man drop down. They're dropping down to six men. Maybe they can catch them. And, yeah. You know, they don't necessarily understand the game yet. Yeah. They Prairie Lee's got a puncher's chance to snap the state's longest playoff drought this year. I'm not sure it's going to happen. We're not predicting it to happen. But I will say, we would love to see the longest playoff drought in the state in, in the state end. Uh, they're facing an uphill climb, but they have been since 1944. I honestly expected this list to be a little bit more grim, like there was no chance. But I think you look at three out of five. I think you, you look at three out of five, happen. and you can go like, oh, okay. Like my, I have legit hopes, legit hopes for Fort Worth Northside. Yeah. I I think they've got a legit chance to snap what's been a 40 year or almost 40 year playoff drought. Yeah. Um, they've got a legit chance. For Diamond Hill Jarvis... If you squint. If you squint. For Diamond Hill Jarvis, like, that's secondary. Yeah. First things first, they are... The, the longest losing streak in, the, in state's history is, is 80. Just get that W. Get that one get W, that one w. and we can be done. And we can all... And, 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 and Coach will be on the show on Monday. As a yes. promise. Yes. He'll be on the show on Monday. Um, Prairie Lee, North Dallas, and Northbrook, it's, it's going to be more of an uphill battle. But I will say that uh, for, for Northside... If you're looking for a team to, to snap a long playoff drought, Northside might be your pick. And now we go to Max Thompson for the award-winning segment, Final Thoughts. Caught me by surprise. I wasn't ready to Sorry. The, sorry, sorry, sorry. so fast. Sorry. It's I just, right. I, I didn't, you know, try, I'm trying to put together a show. It's all right. Lots of people in the house today, which I love to see. Uh, I wish we had a more exciting show for you, but part of that's my fault because my back destroyed me this morning. I know, buddy. Everybody say it's all right. prayer for Max. <clears throat> Other nominations... Forrest Gump makes sense. I would say my favorite performance is probably Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, he's really good in that. But he's, he's really good not, in Forrest Gump too. Yeah, he's really good in Forrest Gump. Uh, Saving Private Ryan's probably he's really good in Philadelphia. Who could forget Castaway? He's really good in Big and Wilson. Uh, Jacob John Chicago is like Italian beefs for the win. Did you have an Italian beef sandwich? I didn't. That's See, the that's one thing than I didn't the have. Tomato pie. I totally agree with you, but again. Maybe I just need better friends. Yeah, let's go HSOs mm-hmm. on Chicago. Uh-huh. The tomato pie casserole, way overrated. Go get you, go get you a dog, a sausage, or a uh, Italian, Italian Italian beef. beef. Italian yeah. beef's great. You gotta get, and if you get the Italian beef, you gotta get the whole thing dipped. That's the that's the real, oh hey, yes, no that's, question. That's the real hack. No question. The real hack that oh yeah uh, that they don't that only only the locals know is you just gotta dunk the whole dang sandwich in the in the yeah. in the ocean um and this isn't anything specifically but it is worth noting ronnie bailey says pflugerville and 5a eyes emoji i kind of tend to agree i'm very interested to see now what's interesting there and what we don't really know yet and i bet step has a better handle on this than you or i is what does the new weiss school there that's part do to pflugerville and to now, hendrickson now look and here's the other thing about here's the here's the thing about pflugerville okay Agreed that any time you drop down from 6A, we're interested. Yeah. Here's the issue. The district's not very very forgiving. Hutto, yep. Cedar Park, yep. Georgetown, and fellow 6A drop down Maynard are yep. in that district. Well. And by the way, 
By the way, another playoff team, Leander Rouse. Yeah. I'm, I, I it's agree. A tough district. It's a tough district. That said, look, Pflugerville's got... They got a, a little bit of that offense coming back, yeah. and they're, and they're basically like one game away from from making it to a playoffs. If yeah. they if they hold hold serve on what they should, and then you beat a team like Maynard or you beat a team like Georgetown, you're in the playoffs. That's what you do. Yeah. But, Doesn't feel that long though. I mean, what is it? Eleven years since they played for the state championship? Yeah, two thousand seven. Was that right? That sounds right. Yeah, I think so. That was something else when they were there, yeah. though. Yeah, but we're really interested. That you're, you bring up a really interesting point about about Weiss. That like yeah. I don't know the how the map is drawn, or I don't no know idea. what their situation is, yeah. and so. And it feels like recently Hendrickson's really found their footing. Yes, you know, and so I don't know how they've much become. Weiss, they've become the the, the Flugerville school. The Flugerville school. But now I don't know what Weiss is going to do to the other two. Right. So. So. All right, that's, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Believe it or not, we're going to do two shows on consecutive days wow. for the first time, like, in years. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow, believe it or not, on Texas Football Today. <laughs>